the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton from the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, a professional radio host. And uh, normally you hear our first guest of the day in commercials for Wholesale Capital Corporation, but every year uh, we, we, we pay thanks to the businesses and men who put us on the air and sponsor our program. And the first up is Ed Hoffman. He's the owner of Wholesale Capital Corporation. And uh, they do real estate lending, both residential and commercial. And Ed also has his own show here on AM590, The Answer. Called the main event. The main event. And here he is with us. Ed, thanks for taking a little bit of your holiday weekend time to uh, speak to us on this time zone, 4 p.m. on Saturdays. You, you got it. Hey, guys, be here, guys. How, how, is, how is everything that makes us thankful? Uh, everything is good. You know, it is It is times like this, Thanksgiving weekend, just after a disa- what I would call for California a disastrous election. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to refocus and really contemplate those things that do make us thankful and ed hoffman of wholesale capital you are one of them we're extraordinarily thankful for the uh i mean you you work a tremendous amount to have a successful business in california and you're one of the businesses that does reinvest in the community uh to support your uh your fellow conservatives so thank you for that you are very welcome I think uh, we have to think of our uh, think of our time here on Earth as you know, when when we're gone, what are we going to be remembered for? And did we do something besides uh, uh, buy our own house and feed our own and feed ourselves and exist? What do we What do we leave behind? And excuse me. Um, what, I mean, I'm leaving I'm leaving behind kids and I'm leaving behind grandkids. I want to make sure that. I leave behind, uh, to the best of my ability, um, to influence the fact that they live in the same land of opportunity that I live. Boy, then that—that's the challenge. That is the challenge. Are we going to have that same opportunity with uh, the the results of this election? But let's you know, let's try and keep it uh, off politics, if it's even at all possible here for the next just couple of minutes. Uh, Ed, you uh, you 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 have a successful business. It is in the mortgage industry. Tell us a little bit right. about what's going on in the mortgage industry in this economic era of what we hear all around us is prosperity. Well, the, um, as the economy gets better, the the economy getting better, the natural result of that is interest rates are going up, and a lot of people are going, "Oh my God, the rates are going up." It's not so much up in the last uh, year and a half, and they have. Um, 
actually the last two years have gone up significantly from the mid threes to the to the mid fives. Um, but I think people have to put this into perspective and say, are the rates so bad, or we just got spoiled the last few years as rates were so low for so long because our economy was so bad for so long, and the government was was doing things, and the the, the Federal Reserve was doing things to influence to uh, to to uh, what's the word I'm looking for to uh, quantitative easing. <laughs> Pardon? Quantitative easing. Oh uh, yeah, quantitative easing, but um, to to manipulate manipulate the word I'm looking for. Gotcha. To manipulate manipulate the bond market and and artificially push our rates down so as to stimulate people to buy houses, to buy to buy things, to get the the bank the business to borrow money to to uh, expand their, expand their uh, uh, their businesses and grow jobs. Now that now that Trump has taken a lot of the uh, the taxes and the regulations down to where to where not even not even that any of the businesses feel feel this so much, but they gained their confidence to where hey, I feel comfortable taking my money out of the bank and actually and actually uh, powering a uh, powering through a, a an expansion of my business. I'm talking to me as say my business being my all the uh, owners and CEOs of the corporations that create jobs. Hey, now we feel confident that if we invest in our business, we actually get to keep some of the profit. Um, there's there's less need for borrowing there, and the you know the supply and demand. Hey, we're we're not borrowing money to it. We're doing it with our own money. Um, we're making a profit, so we don't need that. We don't need to artificially push those rates down in order to keep things going. Things are going anyway. So why, why, uh, why push? Why put the uh, have the Federal Reserve get involved in the, in quantitative easing and where they're buying they're buying a, a bond, buying a mortgage, a mortgage, a mortgage-backed security so much to stimulate to stimulate um, the 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 rates to be lower. Um, there's no need for that anymore, and people are people are a little bit taken aback. By this, hey, you know what, what's going to go on? What's going to go on? So a lot of a lot of what we're seeing in the real estate market now, a lot of people are just holding back, They're holding back because they don't know what to do. Gotcha. So for those of us that know what to do, there's a tremendous opportunity here. If, if you're if you're looking to buy a house, um, get over it. The rates are where they are. There's some great great deals, so you can make the you know the uh, uh, Robert Kiyosaki says in, in a lot of his Rich Dad Poor Dad books, saying the, the if the terms are right, the price doesn't 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 matter. Hey, I'll pay you a million dollars for the house if you're going to take if you're going to carry the paper and, and charge me a dollar a month. Sure. So the so the what might be on interest rates on one side may affect the price on the other side. So what so what are you are you seeing mm-hmm. a, re- a reduction in prices or a moderation of price increases? Is is the purchase is are there fewer people buying houses now? What are you what are you seeing? Yeah, there's there's fewer people buying houses right now. Not fewer people wanting to buy houses. Seems like we have pe- everybody's being a little gun shy, and the holiday, the holiday season—that's kind of normal. But it's been going on for the last two or three months. I mean, things are so, kind of. As we know, the, everybody's kind of in the back seat. As you know, the prices in California are so crazy because of restrictions on on building. There's a new development near where I live, and they average they, they pr- advertise prices starting from the mid five hundreds. Which you know, I mean, if, if you're selling appreciated property, that might be affordable. If you're trying to buy a house for the first time, 
you know, there's there's practically no way you're going to be able to do that. This is correct. So the uh, but you know, and it depends on where you're at. And I'm as I'm assuming that Greg, you're in the Inland Empire, so that that's an expensive starting price in the Inland, in the Inland Empire. You're going to see prices dropping. I mean, you, we have seen prices dropping. Do I think they're dropping like 2008? Oh no way, no way. But you're the prices have gone up so fast, and especially for the builders, because every time they open a new phase, so well, you got to add 10%, got to add 10%, got to add 10% because a new phase. Well, you got to have the closings of the previous phase to, to to justify the price on the appraisal for the new phase. So, but it, it has to steadily go up. Let's take a let's take let's take a break here and from uh, Unite Real Property Radio, and we'll t- we'll hear from our sponsor. Um, I think I think we know him uh, for this half hour of Unite IE Radio, and then we'll turn back to um, politics and what your take is on California, the recent elections, and where we go from here. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Like More that. with the Ed Hoffman. After this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event. Heard weekends here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM590. The answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And on Thanksgiving, it's our tradition on Unite IE Radio, which started back in 2013. So we are entering believe it or not, our sixth year on the radio, thanks almost entirely to our sponsor that we're talking to right now, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital, who sponsored our show from the very beginning and continues to sponsor our show along with our next guest, Dean Safe, uh, who sponsors the second half hour. We were talking about your business. We were talking about interest rates. I know we want to change to uh, another topic of how do we keep uh, our Thanksgiving uh, table conversations uh, civil this year. But I, I just wanted to share that my parents bought their first home together in 1957 when I was born, actually a year before that. And their mortgage loan was 4.5%. 4 4.5%. So we think of... And what uh, was the price? Oh, well, it was $10,000 was the price of the home. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's all relative. Uh, it, it really is relative. Four and a half percent, Ed, and we just came through an era of uh, very low interest rates. Now we're at five and a half percent, and people think the sky is falling when this was, you know, these rates were the norm for a large part. And I remember my dad 
getting upset with my mother because as time went on and they became more financially successful, they stayed in the same home. They had only about, I don't know, 500 or $1,000 left on their mortgage, which seems like preposterous. But uh-huh. my mom paid it off, and my dad was angry because he said, you can't get 4.5% money anywhere, and you paid it off. I remember this was a, this was a big uh, family argument at the time, and it was a great lesson in economics for me, but... He was upset she paid it off at four and a half because at the time, interest rates were up at around, uh, I think, eight or nine percent. And he was looking at Mm -hmm. it like cheap money. But historically speaking, the interest rates we still have are historically low, aren't they? Yeah, they still are. In fact, uh, when we had the big boom in the late 80s, uh, when the things went crazy in the late 80s, our rates were about in the mid eight. And everyone was was happy happy campers because we'd come down from the early eighties being in the in the seventeen. Uh, I bought my first house in eighty five, and it was twelve and three quarters. Wow! So in the late eighties, we got down to eight and a half, you know, the, the mid to high eight and down below. Everybody was that you know there was a big huge boom in real estate, and uh, everyone was happy. And then it's gone lower. And I remember telling people. And we may get down to five, but I don't think we're going to see a 30 or six in five. I think we'll, we might get down to four, but I don't think, I don't know, four and a half, four percent. You know, we got all the way down to, uh, I mean, I, my, my mortgage in my house is a 15-year, but it's at 2.75%, which would have made 30-year loans at about three and a quarter at that time when I when I did my loan. Um, and I get called all the time because I have a ton of equity in my house. So people trying to refinance me and say, well, you hold my you hold my loan now. You see the interest rate. Can you do better than that? Mm. Uh, hold on a second. Look, what is your interest rate? I can't see it. All I can see is your phone number, and you know, you're one of our borrowers. Okay, it's two point seven five. Well, I'll have to have you talk to a loan officer. No, thank you. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, they get. So I'm getting solicited, but you know it's uh, uh, the rates. That's just unrealistic. Right. And you can't. And if your and if your life is if your life is stable. If your life is stable and your finances are stable and you never have to borrow money, then then you're you're set if you have one of those interest rates. If, but if you have to, but if you know you get into a situation where you got to borrow money on the house uh, for an, an emergency or for whatever, don't get too tied up in the fact that oh my god I can't do this because I'm going from three and a half to to five and a half. Let's, let's, it I shift gears. I mean, Ed, you you closely follow politics and you covered on on your show on your radio show. What is your take about what the you know what happened in California in this last election? You know what? Um, I'm glad I was on a cruise ship when the, when it came about, and I'll say the the recount. I just got off the cruise ship on Monday. I'm glad I was there because it gave me a chance to sit back and 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 digest it. I think um, we missed the mark in California. We missed the mark by. Uh, um, not having the California GOP uh, be organized and supportive of what happened. I think um, we had opportunity with Travis Allen to be our governor as opposed to John Cox. And, you know, Trump Trump endorsed Cox. I can guarantee you Trump doesn't even know who John Cox is. And, uh, you know, Newt Gingrich probably told him, hey, he was a fundraiser of mine. He's got some money. Uh, endorse him. Had Trump come out here and met him and met Travis Allen, you know Travis Allen is is Donald Trump. Um, 
of the California version of Donald Trump. We missed out on that. We missed out on the fact that we had like 15 Republican senators running against um, uh, De Leon and and Fine Fine and a few other Democrats. I had election election day people calling me and say, "Hey, who are we voting for?" I don't know. I don't know any of these people. I mean, I probably sent sent uh, you Don a, a text that we. Who are we voting for on this? They they should have taken all the Republican senators had a couple of debates so that we can all get on the same same wavelength. Hey, here's the one we want to be our senator. Let's all vote for the same guy. We had a lot of people running. We had a lot of Republicans in the primary running for Senate. That's right. With no name and no money. And no, and no, but but it wouldn't have cost much money to to broadcast a debate. And let's let's all get the influential people to say, hey, here's who we're voting for. And let's just get the word out because Republicans were all, I'm sure Don and, and Greg, you guys probably got a ton of people emailing you and calling you and saying, who are we voting for? Who are we voting for? For senators. I don't know any of these guys. So I don't know any of them either. I was searching social media for anybody to say, to get behind somebody. Well, I think even under the best of circumstances in the primary, we would not have uh, we would not have been able to get a Republican to best either Kevin DeLeon or um, or Dianne Feinstein. Do you? If we had everybody on one, I mean, we got we got John Cox in front of uh, we got John Cox uh, elected um, put into the you know through the primary ahead of of. Uh, Via Ragosa. Uh, what's his face? Via Ragosa, and who else there was? Somebody else there that was high profile. I've forgot all of them since then. Um, uh, but we got we got Cox in there. I think if we if we all gathered together, we probably could have. Okay. We probably could have got one if everybody knew who we were all going to get behind. Well, clearly we um, have some dysfunction here in California among the uh, in the Republican Party on many levels. Um, but looking forward, now that we have these results, I'm just curious. Um, Prop 13 is it safe? I would say no. I would say as long as as long as we have Gavin Newsom and uh, Becerra and. Uh, all the leadership in California that we have, and all the Democrats involved, they don't seem to have any understanding of of what makes business come here, or what how how the laws affect people living here. Um, I don't think anything's safe. I don't think anything's safe. And I'm and I would and I, I talked to my wife Don just the other day. We were cleaning it out. We were driving uh, we home from the cruise ship, I think, and I said. We have to make, we have to come up to a decision now. Either we're gonna we're gonna jump on the let's do something with California and get involved, and I'm just talking not talking about me and Don. I'm talking me and Don and you guys and everybody who's listening, and decide we're gonna get involved for the next two years to turn California around, or let's all start shopping for a new, new state. Well, and many, many, many people on our side, patriots in California, are are trying to are wrestling with that same question. Let's take another word from our sponsor for this half hour. I hear he's a pretty good guy, and then uh, we'll continue our discussion after that. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747, NMLS 9873, and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. AM 5 the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. This is our Thanksgiving edition, and one of the things we do every year is we give thanks to the sponsors that generously put us on the air, and we're talking to Ed Hoffman, owner of Wholesale Capital Corporation, and both about the real estate market and what's happening there and what happened in the recent election here in California. We won't replay the funeral dirge that we did in our show immediately after the election, but you get the idea. And Ed was just saying in the last segment is make a decision here. I mean, do we fight, do you, do you make a stand and fight here in California or do you choose to make your stand and fight elsewhere? Because even if you move, the long war is, is, is following you to wherever state you go to. Right. Or there is a third option, Ed. And so I'd like you to weigh in on all threes, sit around and do nothing. Here's, here's the third option, sit around and wait. And when, California burns to the ground, as it most likely will, with under the uh, weight of pension debt and whatever the new spending is that Gavin Newsom is going to bring, whether it's universal health care or, you know, all the other plans that he's uh, working on. You just sit around and wait for California to burn to the ground and then you then you start picking up the pieces. So that's the th- which which of the three options do you think is uh, viable? Man, I don't I, I mean, I don't think. I don't think uh, sitting and watching it burn is going to be, uh, I mean, at, at our stage in life, I'm not comfortable sitting around and watching it burn and, and leaving this earth knowing that my kids are going are gonna to be screwed. Um, I'm more, I'm a fighter. So my question is, is um, you know, you've got uh, Travis, Travis Allen, who's running to, to be the new uh, head of the California GOP. I sure I'm going to get behind him. And try to see if uh, if we can start a movement. And it needs to be a movement in California, but it needs to be a movement across this country. I think we need to stop um, listen, letting the the media and the liberals talk about voter suppression when we try to do things that uh, eliminate voter fraud. But when you're trying to suppress voters, why? How's it suppressing voters? I think we need to go to a uh, uh, everybody votes on election day. No absentee ballots. Maybe they have maybe they have early voting for a week, not for two months. Not for two months. It's ridiculous. That just makes the campaigning more expensive for everybody because you got to you got to put out your money so early because you don't know when their people are gonna uh, are going to vote or by the time that they've really got the education they already voted. Um, and 
I think maybe Afghanistan and Iraq have it have it right that hey, dip your finger in the ink, and the ink the ink doesn't uh, doesn't wear off for for ten days. And you voted once, you voted once. That's it. Yeah. That way, hey, you, you showed your ID. That's, that sure hey, sounds like racism to me. Uh, I don't think it's racism. I think it's I think it is uh, uh, cheat uh, cheating uh, uh, cheating uh, uh, protection. Well, no, I agree with you. I think that it's a, we're we're long overdue for some severe election reform. We definitely are finding that this. Uh, this provisional ballot circus that happens at the poll at the uh, polls every year, the mail-in ballots that don't arrive until after, uh, you know, the election, even though they were mailed before all of this, we, we were still counting ballots at the registrar of voters and still awaiting, you know, calls for close elections. Um, we have about 30 seconds here, Ed. What are you thankful for on, on, on this Thanksgiving? I'm thankful I have, I'm thankful I have a, uh, a fantastic wife. Of uh, we've been together a little over thirty years. I've got, we've got a uh, three great kids. I got two great grandkids. Uh, not great grandkids. Two uh, fantastic grandkids. Get it. Spending uh, Thanksgiving with in uh, in Mammoth, and uh, and I got a thriving business, and uh, we still live in the greatest country on earth. We still do live in the as bad as it's going to get. We still do live in the greatest country on earth, and we want to see it be as great as possible. Ed, thank you for the years of sponsoring this show. Thank you for uh, the hard work that you do every day to build a successful business in a state that uh, doesn't seem to want to reward that or encourage that. And thanks for everything that you do for our community and to support uh, candidates as well as the military, uh, those disabled vets that you do support. We appreciate you tremendously, Ed. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Well, you thanks. Thanks. Thank you. We'll be back with more on the United IE Radio Show with our other sponsor for the show, Dean Safe, as we continue. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And there are a couple of people, Greg, that are supremely important to us because they enable us to be on the air every week, week in, week out. We just talked to Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital, who has been sponsoring this show since it started and almost since the show started. We have another sponsor, Dean Safe of uh You'd love to say they're... Uh, it's my they're, reason for coming in every week to do this show. Exactly. you love All to say All-star collision. The place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. And that must mean that Dean Safe is with us. Dean, thanks for joining us here on the Unite Inland Empire radio show. Thank you for having me, Don and Greg. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I love your show. If I miss it when it's broadcast on Saturdays, I usually... It's replayed... Uh, I think around 10 o'clock, and I listen to it. And, and also the podcast. Well, thank you, Dean. Thank you for joining us. That's another edition of the Unite Inland Empire radio show. We'll be back. No, I'm kidding. Um, thank you, Dean. It's, uh, you know, really, when we when we consider how businesses in our community uh, use their money, uh, it's especially uh, gratifying when businesses will support the causes that are uh, near and dear to their heart. And, you operate a business that is probably one of the most regulated kinds of businesses in California, the uh, the work of a body shop, because you're dealing with paints and chemicals and 
a, a whole variety of things, not to mention all of the labor regulations that exist that every other business has to contend with. Um, y- you know, you, you have to weather an egregious business climate in California just to be in business, um, you know, day in and day out. Yep, it's um, it's crazy, uh, Don. We we have a company that hires about uh, about fourteen people on the average, fourteen to seventeen. And I can I can uh, say for certain that I can hire a full time person just to handle my government affairs. You know, the paying uh, meeting. Um, requirements and sending reports, making payments on this, payments on that, and and uh, bills that are government related. I could truly hire a full time person to do that. And that ultimately costs consumers money. Yes, yes. We, you know, a business can absorb uh, cost to some extent. After that, um, you know, it's better for the business owner to go get a job and you know, make a living than, uh, uh, you know, sweat and tears and uh, pay all these fees and taxes and still not be able to, uh, you know, uh, pay himself anything. So um, it does cost, and at some point uh, it is passed on uh, to our customers, just like anyone else. It's also passed on to the employees because there's less money to pay employee compensation if the money is being spent on complying with government regulations. There's less money to expand your business, and it makes us attract. Many businesses are choosing to either relocate or to expand outside of California, where it's not just the labor, it's not just the environmental, it's everything. It's one thing after another that makes it more expensive to do business here in California. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we know that a lot of businesses are uh, leaving California, and, you know, obviously some businesses will uh, relocate here, but there's a net net gain, uh, negative net gain uh, in that transaction, you know. Uh, our business, uh, it's it's difficult to move because we, we have a client base out here and uh, we are more of a local business than, uh, you know, a pack and go to a different state. It would just have to be a, a different business model when we move. Right. There are some businesses that are serving like a restaurant or auto repair or a doctor that if you want to service people that live in California, you really have to be in California. But there's a lot of businesses that don't have to be in California and they're making a business decision to uh, go elsewhere. And, and for all the people yes. within Sacramento, the Sacramento Democrats, they think that they claim to be helping the people. But when they're not, when they're driving jobs, good jobs out of state, th- they're really not helping the people. Yes, I, I, you know, I always think, and I've uh, told Don this too, anyone running for a political office should, uh, should at least serve as a business owner or work for a living for a while to, to know the difficulties of running a business, uh, owning a business, and uh, you know, signing checks. Uh, then they'll have, uh, you know, when they come up with laws and, uh, you know, things to control the business and, um, you know, they'll have a better idea, uh, you know, uh, wh- what these laws, how these laws affect uh, businesses. 
Yeah, and just the opposite side of that, uh, very liberal Senator George McGovern, who ran against Nixon in 72, was defeated for Senate re-election in 1980, then went out in business. He, he, was, owning, he was owning and managing a hotel. And he later said, if, if, if I had known how onerous all these regulations were, I would have voted differently when I was a senator. Yep. We see that, uh, you know, throughout California, uh, at city level, uh, state level, um, and uh, and you know I'm pretty active in uh, in the Chamber of Commerce and so on, and we try to fight these uh, these bills. Unfortunately, some uh, you know slip through, and uh, uh, we can't control that. But we try to fight these bills, job killing bills, uh, you know, labor laws that affect business negatively. And actually, the employees also. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, California is at the forefront of all these uh, uh, crazy, crazy bills. And uh, you know, when you think about it, you 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 realize there's a machine up there that uh, thinks of the wackiest, uh, you know, craziest laws and bills to to propose and to pass. Yeah, it's like. Uh... Winston Churchill said that uh, some people regard private enterprise as a predatory tiger to be shot. Others look at it as a cow they can milk. Not enough people see it as a healthy horse pulling a sturdy wagon. And the Democrats in Sacramento are all in the first two categories of how they see business. Let's take a pause here. I hear from our sponsor. I hear he's a pretty good guy. And then we'll take you'll hear your take on the recent election here in California after this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. And we'll hear more from the king of rock and roll after this message. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Every Thanksgiving show, we invite on our sponsors the help that put us on the air, for good or for ill, depending on your perspective. And uh, we're, we're talking to Dean Safe, the owner of All Star Collision in this half hour, sponsors this half hour. And I think, an- I think as you said that, one thing occurred to me just there, Greg, it's interesting who our sponsors are. Our sponsors are both business owners. What do you think it would take in order to get the California state government or a bureaucracy or an or- a agency within the state to sponsor a show like this? Do you think that would ever happen? Not from our perspective, but uh, you know, if it was a, a left-wing version, we might have a chance. We, yeah, well, there's probably plenty of foundations or grants out there mm-hmm. for a left-wing version of a radio show like NPR. But in order to get the conservative viewpoint out there, it's de- we depend on businesses to promote. I think that's very telling. I don't think we could get a nonprofit or um, 
you know, a California agency or a foundation to support a show like this because from a I mean, as you said, that little quote that you that you gave about a, a healthy horse pulling the cart. People like Dean, the businesses like Dean's and Ed's are the healthy horses that pull the cart. There's a headline right now that I don't know how much attention it's getting. It came up in CalWatchdog.com. The second largest California firm may be preparing to move to Texas. We're talking about the McKesson Corporation. It's a pharmaceutical giant. It's the sixth largest of the Fortune 500 businesses across the country. And it may be preparing to uproot itself and move its 75,000-plus employees and $198 billion in annual revenue to Texas. That is a huge headline that's not getting any attention. And it speaks to exactly what Dean was saying, the regulatory environment that businesses like his have are, are operate under the burden of. No, I, I agree with you, Don. Um, uh, it is it is very difficult uh, to do business in California. Uh, obviously, some uh, businesses prosper and uh, thrive here. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, in general, businesses... Uh, uh, deal with tougher regulations and uh, you know business climate out here. Um, but but you know, it's, it's other. It, it, it's, I see. But it's other things. It's not just the regulations. It's the housing prices. So if you want to have employees that you might want to, who might want to own a house at some point, that becomes prohibitively difficult for a young employee to imagine. And there's, I was just telling to Ed that there in our previous half hour, there's a new development near where I live. And the basic starter house, the low end, starting at the mid five hundreds, and if you're a, if you're a young person that don't that doesn't already own appreciated property that you can use that equity, that is essentially co- that's prohibitive of your ever being able to buy a house. It's the water. There's not enough water. There's water rationing coming. It's the terrible roads. It's the terrible schools. It's the rising crime. All of these results of the Democrat Party governance of California is collectively saying, yeah, the, you know, the, the weather's nice out here in California most of the time, but everything else is saying, get the heck out of here if you're a taxpayer or you're a business. Yes, and you know, I'm wondering with the new uh, Democrat governor and uh, supermajority at the, at the state and Senate, uh, state assembly and Senate, uh, what will happen in the next few years? It's uh, you know it's scary and also interesting to to even think uh, what this uh, group of folks will do uh, to the state of California. Well, as you know, they're they're what they got twenty twenty. They're coming up with a split role initiative that will remove Prop thirteen protection from commercial property. So I don't know if you know, I don't know if you own your 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 property, Dean, but that that. Your property taxes will start, if that passes, will go up based on the market value regardless of what your sales are. And if you're, if you're leasing it, you're probably on a pass-through lease, so you're still going to pay all of those increased property taxes in addition to everything else. Yes, that's true. I don't own my building, and uh, uh, with, with these attacks on uh, Prop 13, it's uh, making it less and less attractive to own that property because... Uh, you know, you can lose the entire thing if you're unable to meet the tax requirements and payments and payment on this and payment on that. Uh, it's uh, it's scary to think that, uh, uh, you know, after uh, investing so much uh, of your time and your resources and money uh, that uh, you always stand the danger of losing everything because uh, uh, a 
group of elected officials up up in Sacramento uh, decide to uh, that you're you're too rich uh, uh, for your own good and they need to tax you more. Right. Yeah. Of course, they are when it comes to their own money. They're they're socialists about everything except their own money. Now, I'm sure you watched the, the election returns here, especially here in California. What's your take on that? Is there any prospect of, may, of, a, of turning California around politically and getting a more sensible government that actually tries to help the working men and women of the, of the state? Um, it, it, uh, the results in California were uh, disappointing to me, uh, just the Calif- state of California. And do I hope that, uh, that uh, we will gain control someday and improve the state? I am not that hopeful. I am uh, pessimistic when it comes to the state of California. Uh, and my reason is that um, the voters are uh, uninformed. The voters are totally uninformed. And um, what a candidate looks like uh, is more important than what uh, the candidate's agenda is or, uh, uh, you know, his his uh, his background, uh, his uh, political background, uh, are less important than um, you know. Or even his uh, resume. And, I mean, you know, if you have somebody with a very strong resume, a business background, uh, understands real estate, understands how how businesses make money. Oh, like John Cox. Uh, versus, you know, the good-looking candidate, like you just described, Dean, who has had, oh, zero experience in the private sector, who has presided over, oh, unsuccessful uh, government policies, like 10 years, we would eradicate homelessness in the state, in the city of San Francisco, and lo and behold, 14 years later, homelessness is crippling the downtown area, chasing out businesses. Yes, Let's elect Gavin Newsom as governor because clearly he has an understanding of what it is that makes a successful state. Oh, I know, because he gives everything away. He wants to give me health insurance. He wants to give me, uh, you know, baby care, baby daycare. He wants to give me free college tuition. When the people, you know who this is, Greg, who said when the people learn that they can vote themselves out of the largest of government, a pay increase, then we're going to lose the republic. And that's that's exactly what's happening in California. People have learned that they can vote themselves money by voting for the right politicians. Uh, my, uh, Don, I think uh, really uninformed voters is our biggest problem uh, here in California and uh, in our nation. Uh, you know, I, I happen to be one of them myself. I remember uh, years ago before I started reading uh, uh, the text of the propositions, both sides of, you know, the pros and cons, and also reading about, uh, you know, um, the candidates. Years ago, I used to, I didn't have any idea who to vote for or what prop, uh, you know, what to vote for on a, on a proposition. I would really really just flip a coin and say all right well this is no and that's going to be yes and and that's how i voted and if i'm just the typical person then uh, there's there's a lot of people who 
who voted, uh, you know, during this election, just like I used to vote. Now, I sat down and I talked to you, Don. I, I talked to uh, Assembly uh, Member Melendez and, and uh, uh, Ali Mazari and got their feedback on uh, different propositions and pros and cons and, and different candidates, especially like judges. You know, no one had any idea what, what judge to vote for. And um, so I put a list together, gave it to everyone that I knew, uh, emailed, uh, text, and made paper copies, and gave to everyone I knew. Yet I still had calls from friends who had that piece of paper, and, uh, you know, after they voted, uh, questioning about Prop 6. Like, should I vote yes or no? I said, what did my paper say? Oh, it said yes. But yes... You know, it was confusing for him. Well, we didn't want gas tax, so I voted no for it. I said no. That I put yes on the piece of paper. Why don't you read that? <laughs> you know, so uh, you know we think that people decided uh, the results, but uh, you know, I I argue that a lot of uninformed people decided the results. Also, you know, well, uh, that that didn't know what proposition said. In the case of Prop 6, you're right. Prop 6 was purposefully worded in a way to deceive voters. And to your point, uh, in researching these, Ballotpedia, which is a website I use quite often, uh, has a way of rating these proposition measures based on the education level required to understand both the uh, the title, the summary, and the text of the proposition. And in the case of Prop 6, it required a 16-year grade level, which is the equivalent of four years of college, in order to understand that proposition. It, it means you had to have a four-year degree in order to understand it, which explains to a large degree what you're saying. M most people in California don't have a four-year degree, uh, and especially the voters, and even those voters that are smart had trouble with it because it was worded deceptively. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. But um, but at the nation, at the uh, U.S. level, uh, I think uh, the results were good, favorable uh, with Senate. Uh, you know, us having majority in the Senate and a great president who loves this country and pushing things. Um, you know, to making this country a better place to to live, to be at, and to live, and to uh, you know prosper. So uh, at least we have those uh, on our side. Um, will people get tired of um, a, a party or not? I, I really am not sure because the the issues are uh, are so convoluted and uh, with media. Uh, not telling the truth, not uh, talking about what is good, what is right, uh, you know, and pushing their own, only their own agenda. It's tough to say that we'll, uh, uh, we'll be able to um, maintain, um, you know, a um, control over the Senate or even the presidency in the you know, next uh, several elections. It's tougher and tougher. And, and you can see that by the results, for example, in... In um, uh, Cruz's uh, elections, I mean, they were neck to neck, and uh, just a few hundred or a few thousand votes separated the two. Two, one good person, Senator Cruz, and the other one, a total wacko, 
who has no experience, nothing. And yet uh, you had voters, uh, you know, almost equal voters fo- vote for both of them. We've yeah. only got a minute and a half left. Yeah, actually, you know, uh, Be- the other one is uh, his real name is William Francis O'Rourke. We tried to go by the name Beto O'Rourke. And his, 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 his campaign model was actually quite catchy. Obama comes in vanilla now. Well, hey, Dean, in our final minute here, just want to give you a chance. What uh, this Thanksgiving season, despite all the negative news that came out of the election and, you know, the the monkey on our back called the California bureaucracy, uh, what do you have to be thankful for here this Thanksgiving? Uh, I have a lot to be thankful for, uh, Don. I have uh, an awesome family. I have three beautiful children, my beautiful wife to be thankful for. And uh, now uh, this year we have three uh, granddaughters also, one from each of our ch- uh, children. And, you know, the the thing that I don't want to forget to mention is that I'm so grateful to be living in, in America. Um, it's still uh, the greatest country on earth. Uh, it's the most desirable uh, relocation point for most people in the world. And you, you know? appreciate that and because you can, you're a legal immigrant. I am. I am. And I, uh, obviously, I, uh, you know, came here a long time ago, about 30 years ago. Um, but we, I have friends and family who are waiting in line um, 12 to 16 years to even get a, an interview uh, to come to this state. To the, to the U.S. And, uh, and that's why uh, most legal immigrants are against, um, uh, you know, illegal immigration. Everything because, that we see uh, happening we, at the border. Yep. Hey, exactly. Dean, I'm uh, sorry. We are out of time on this uh, amazing show. Thank you so much for your uh, dedication to supporting this show for your support of the business community, for being in business, and for uh, you know being a great guy. You and your family, wonderful people. Thank you for supporting this uh, this radio show year, day after day, week after week, month after month. We, we appreciate you so much. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Greg. And happy uh, Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We'll be back every Saturday at 4 p.m. Thanks to the gracious contributions of our sponsors, Wholesale Capital, and CarStar All-Star Collision. See you next week. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.